Hi, everyone. This is the Power of Technology podcast, and I'm Mick Turner. Um, I hope you guys had a great Christmas break, and uh, we're raring to go for the new year. Now, we have an exciting episode today. We're focusing on Microsoft Intelligent Data Platform and how running that on Dell infrastructure delivers transformational opportunities to our Microsoft users. Now, to help me with this discussion, I'm pleased to welcome Brian Walsh, who's from our ISG Solutions Marketing Organization, and Rob Saunders, a a field-based SE. We always like to have field folks on uh, in our Microsoft practice. Um, So welcome, guys. Great to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Awesome. So without further ado, let's just get straight into it. So for those that don't know, what is the Microsoft Intelligent Data Platform? Maybe we can start with you, Brian. Sure. Well, I mean, it's really something that's evolving to have data governance, analytics, and operational databases, all with common tool sets, all being you know centralized in one place. So essentially what we're looking to do uh, in today's Uh, podcast here is to go through some of the main points of the intelligent data platform, which from a Dell perspective is going to be SQL Server, which SQL Server 2022 is now GA as of November of 2022, and talk a little bit about Azure Arc and some of the various different ways of deploying SQL Server from a hybrid perspective as well. So uh, Rob, I'll, I'll ask you to just sort of give a quick overview of 2022 and some of the announcements there, and we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, thanks, Brian. So really, you know, SQL Server, the most, uh, well, SQL Server 2022 specifically, the most hybrid connected SQL Server to date. Now that may sound like a buzz phrase, but you know, that's that's actually true. I've been using SQL Server since version 6.5, and then we got uh, 7, then 2000, and then of course, all the iterations between now and then. Every single one that releases uh, always makes my socks go up and down, but about every five years, there's a major release, and I would call this one kind of a major SQL release. There is so much in the box for 2022. Let's start with, you know, it's the same SQL engine from edge to core to cloud, from Linux to containerization, running on Kubernetes, and then some of the kind of Dell goodness that follows along with SQL Server 2022 would be uh, first that comes to mind for me from being a data gearhead from a for a long time is is S3 capability we're using what is that well we know what S3 is we know objects uh, storage well now we can query that parquet files delta lake structures uh, sitting on ECS or power scale or object scale we can query that with T-SQL from a relational engine, but the data does not sit in the relational engine. The data sits outside in an S3 bucket, which is the nomenclature for S3. That's pretty awesome. And we can join data outside that's maybe sitting in a CSV or a parquet or a text file, and we can join relational and non-relational. Crazy powerful. T-SQL snapshot backups, um, now fully supported, not just for Windows, but Linux, as I mentioned earlier, and and Kubernetes, uh, and and you know that's actually something that all of our product teams have been churning on. PowerStore led the charge there. I know Doug's going to be talking a little um, on a future episode about that for a deep dive. But Flex and PowerMax, we all have that kind of folded in there and validated. Um, we did a lot of that at the Past Community Summit, and then something that also is pretty exciting. I mentioned SQL and 
Kubernetes. We have SQL 2022 validated on Azure Stack HCI. We also have this little connective tissue idea and thing called Azure Arc. And specifically around SQL Server, it's Azure Arc enabled data services. There's also Azure Arc just for SQL. So you can Arc enable a SQL Server. You can actually Arc enable a SQL Server right at deployment time now with SQL Server 2022. That's pretty cool. But specifically, maybe back on the data services side, that really is true DB as a service. We have another paper coming out that I'm co-authoring around just that with Azure Stack HCI and Azure Kubernetes service running there. And then Azure Arc enabled data services with the SQL MI over the top for really a turnkey solution for true DB as a service. And remember, if you don't know, SQL Server with Azure Arc is always current. It's evergreen SQL. So it's always the latest. So then we bring in functionality that I mentioned at the beginning with S3. We have it right there in the box, running in the container, inside the pod, inside of any Kubernetes variant, any CNCF, any cloud native computing foundation um, Kubernetes that the clients have out in their ecosystem. All of those are actually, all of our um, all of our Dell products are actually validated with Azure Arc enabled data services specifically. In fact, little tip of the hat to Dell, we were the first and only vendor at launch for data services to be there. That's how deeply invested we are with SQL Server and Microsoft in general. So thoughts, Brian, some more commentary maybe? Well, yeah, I was just looking at from a, from a Microsoft perspective, the, the hybrid approach that, that they're taking, can, can you sort of elaborate on, on why they've sort of shifted to this really hybrid focused model and, and you know, what what Dell customers and what Microsoft both get out of that, I guess? Yeah, you, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the most hybrid connected database SQL 2022, you can have a, a, a replica in the cloud in Azure. You can use a landing zone in Azure Synapse that you can connect your on-premises SQL database to, to do what? Some analytics, business intelligence, and Microsoft also realizes that clients want that type of cloud functionality also on-premises. So hybrid, yes, but maybe also bring some of the hybrid goodness back down closer to the data and vice versa. So that's really powerful. It's And the beauty of it is, which is what I love because I live this every day. It's all fully documented. It's all fully vetted. It's not the wild, wild west. It still is SQL Server tried and true that everybody's been using and the community's been using. Well, I've been doing this 25 years. So yes, it's been an organically grown community that loves this product, that uses this product, that embraces the new functionality every time it comes out. So this is no different here. This is only becoming even a richer um, environment for for data store SQL Server really, especially with S3 becomes kind of your data hub for maybe potentially all things analytics, even with things like Polybase connecting to any data source, Oracle, uh, it, it, any of the 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 external data sources that you'd like to query from T SQL, you can also use Polybase uh, as an additional piece of functionality. It's pretty awesome. It really does. It, it, it sounds fantastic. It really seems like kind of Microsoft's em, em, embracing modernization and 
we we obviously talk. I I um, do briefings and I talk to customers regularly. And obviously, multi-cloud is a is a key component. Cloud native technologies are becoming um, ubiquitous, and and the thrust of where many folks are focused. And uh, I, I Dell certainly plays, I think, very strongly, particularly in line with the solutions with Microsoft. It seems like the the Azure brand is uh, becoming ubiquitous across all the Microsoft um, uh, platform products and services as well. And and you said this is brand new. We we actually have full support today, do we? Yes, we do. And you know, you said something interesting there. Um, the word Azure. And, and then I'm talking Azure Arc, which is on-premises workloads, Azure Stack HCI, which is on-premises um, platforms. So I, I always like to make sure our sellers know that if you hear the word Azure, that's not a bad word. That, that's a good word for Dell, because especially with things like Azure Arc, that is behind the firewall. That's data services you know, and SQL Server in the client's ecosystem. So it's not the old knee-jerk reaction of you hear the word Azure, that means public cloud. It actually truly means multi, as you mentioned, or hybrid as as Microsoft looks at it. It's pretty awesome. It's a, yeah, it's a, it certainly seems to be. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have any additional comments in terms of specific integrations that we are that we're doing obviously straight out the box with uh, with the availability of uh, of the new release in November. And I love the fact that Microsoft almost always when they do these date based names seem to um, everything seems to come out a year a ahead or the name is a year behind, which is which is, interesting. Well, you know, which was with this release. Good point there. We started the early adopter program with Microsoft and the Dell and Turtle folks. We were doing this. I would also, I would think to say January of 2022, or even earlier for me, I mean, yeah, I, they were asking, yeah, it was even earlier. So we, we've been churning and helping and Microsoft kind of opens up the system to the early adopters to give feedback and make the product better for everyone. That's especially why I know specifically that around snapshots and all the work that Doug and the Power Store team did, that was fed right into the pipe to the developers and the engineers at Microsoft to make the product better for general availability. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it certainly it seems like customers can have confidence that they can deploy this and it will, you know, it'll work. We've got lots of best practices and and what have you. You'd also mentioned in Azure Stack HCI, would that would that be a use case, say, where you had a cloud native um, Azure based workload that you wanted to kind of pull out the cloud, run it on premise is that uh, is that like a turnkey solution that we offer Forget, forgive my ignorance on that um not a turnkey per se but that's where again there's a lot of pillars with with azure arc as i mentioned there's app services which is also part of the azure arc umbrella that's bringing a lot of the features and functionality event grid logic apps etc down to Azure Stack HCI, you do need AKS, Azure Kubernetes Service, as a foundational deployment on HCI. But yes, and keep an eye on this space because more and more services from public are going to be coming down under the umbrella of Azure Arc, running on AKS as a container, but lighting up more. Microsoft realizes that, yes, as I mentioned earlier, we need to bring more services down to where the data is because it's not going all over the cloud which is what we've known for quite some time. So this is all a really good thing, really good thing for Dell, a really good thing for everybody right now 
working in this space. Yeah, and I'm guessing we have a fairly robust roadmap around those the, the support for those features as they as they come on prem and that consistency so that you can actually execute that that multi cloud digital initiative strategy that many, many of our customers are looking for. Well, Correct. We're, we're already uh, knee deep in uh, DTW planning for <laughs> for our right. sessions for um, for this upcoming year. So um, to be announced there, some things for sure. Yep, that's always exciting. We usually do a DTW episode too. So uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate you guys uh, giving us this, uh, this insight. I'm not sure if you have a, a, any final words or uh, if customers are looking to get a bit more detail on any of this stuff, uh, where, where they might go to get that. It, probably the simplest location is just dell.com slash Microsoft. There's uh, access there to SQL specific as well as Azure Arc specific or uh, even Windows Server and Azure Stack HCI content as well. Awesome. And, and Robert mentioned too that we uh, there's obviously a lot to talk about. We will most definitely be looking to have you guys back uh, at, a, at a future day, perhaps uh, kind of middle of the year after DTW and some of those announcements have been made. So uh, we, we, we'd really look, to, look forward to having you guys back. So really appreciate your, uh, your time today. Awesome. Thanks very much. Good, thank yeah. you. Good conversation. Thank you. Super. Yeah, thank you. So this has been Mick Turner for the Power of Technology podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank you all for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and have a great day. All righty. Let me just stop that. How did you...